This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem. We're continuing Daf HaShavuot. Tonight we do Mesachas Ksubais, Daf Tes Vav Amod Beis. We begin three lines from the bottom on Tes Vav Amod Aleph. Itmar, we learned. Rav Chia Barashi Amar Rav. Halacha Krabiyasi. Rabhia Barashi said in the name of Rav, the halacha is like Rabyasi. Who's Rabyasi? Rabyasi said in the Mishnah there's a story about a child that went to fill up water from the well and she was raped. So Rabyasi reported that Rabyochim ben Nuri said that if most of the pity people in the city would not pass a woman Likuhuna, so then she could marry Likuhuna. Now, at face value, it's talking about where there's one Rav. Rav Yehuda said in the name of Rav that it's talking about where there are two Rav's. But at face value, the Mishnah did not say that that's the case. The Mishnah is talking about where there's one Rav. Because Rav Yochim Nuri says, So the Gemara says, Masiv Rabbi Yirmiya. Rabbi Yirmiya asked, Uli Yuchsin Loiba Inan Shrey Rubi? Excuse me. So Rabbiya Bar Ashi said the name of Rav the Halach is like Rabbi Yosi. And presumably that means you could rely on one Rav. Rav Chanan Barava Amarav Hoira Asha Haisa. Rav Chanan Barava said the name of Rav that it was a Hoira Asha, which right now we assume means. It was a hirasha that only in this instance you could rely on one raif, but typically you would need two raifs. So the Gemara is asking, Masav Rabbi Yirmiya, Ula Yuchsin Loi Ba'inan Shrey Rubi? We're asking on, Rabbi Chia Barashi said in the name of Rabbi Halachas like Rabbi Yossi, Ay, that means all you need is one raif. For Yuchsin, you don't need two raifs. But tonight we learned in a Mishnah, Matzah Batinaik Mushlach. Let's say you find the kid in the garbage can. This is talking about in a city, Rashi says, where Jews and Gentiles live. So, Imroiv Oivdekechavim, Oivdekechavim. If it's majority Gentile, we assume the kid is a Gentile. Imroiv Yisrael, Yisrael. If it's majority Jewish, we assume the kid is Jewish. Mechza al mechza, if it's 50% Jewish, 50% Gentile, Yisrael, we assume the kid is a Jew. Now the Gemara will explain, what does it mean if most of the city is Jewish, the kid is assumed to be Jewish, and if it's 50-50, we assume the kid is Jewish. But in any event, V'amar Rav, Rav said, Lo'ishanu we only learned that if the majority of the city is Jewish, we consider the kid a Jew to keep the kid alive, meaning to be mefarnes, the kid. In other words, let's say he needs sustenance, he needs um, parnasa, so we will only provide his parnasa if it's roiv Jews. But we do not consider him Jewish for Yuchsen, Avalu Yuchsen Loi, but not for Yuchsen, because for Yuchsen you need two rives. The Bryce, the, the Gemara um, continues, but right now already we have the question, because Rav said that for Yuchsen you need two rives, and we just saw 
that Rav made a statement that the halach is like Rabbi Yossi, that all you need is one Rav. But now the Gemara is throwing in a Shmuel Amar. Shmuel says, hagal, that we only consider that the halacha, that if the majority of the city is Jewish, we consider him a Jew, that's to save his life if, he, uh, if the kid is under a mound of debris then we consider him a Jew to save his life, but not to provide him sustenance. But the bottom line is, uh, Rav said here, that you can't rely on one rive. So how could you say the halachas like Rav Yossi, that you could rely on one rive? So the Gemara says, basically you forgot that which Rav Yehuda said in the name of Rav, we're talking about where there are two rives, that the story happened when the caravan of Tzipori was passing by. You forgot that which Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of Rav. The story happened in the caravans of Tzipayri. So in other words, don't assume that when Rav said the halachas like Rabbi Yossi, that it's enough to have one Rav. No. It's not enough to have one Rav. We're talking about where there are two Ravs. So now the Gemara asks, well, if we're talking about that there are two rives, then what did Rav Hanan Barava mean? It was a Hira Asha. If we're talking about there were two rives, then when Rav Hanan Barava said it was a Hira Asha to allow her to be permitted, that implies only in this case you need two rives, elsewhere you don't need two rives. But we know that for Yuchsin you do need two rives. Meaning now that we're saying that the situation is Bekroina shall Tzipayri, and in fact there are two rives. So then when we say there's a Hayra Shah, the Hayra Shah must mean only in this instance you need two rives. But regularly you don't need two rives. But how could that be? Kasha, it's difficult. Because we know that Rav said for Yuchsin you need two rives. Rav said, Lai. So it says the Gemara, the two Ravs are not consistent. The one that taught that Rav said it's talking about where there are two Ravs, When the when Rav Hanan said it was a hirasha, he did not learn the other statement of Rav that it's talking about Bikranar Shaltsipairi. Meaning the the statement of the tradition that Rava said in the name of Rav, Rav Hanan Bar Rava said the name of Rav was a hirasha, that's not consistent with the teaching that it's talking about. Where it, there was Bekroiner Shaltzipayri Hayamaisa, where there were two rives. The reason why it's a Hayrasha, it was a Hayrasha to allow one rive. But he did not have the tradition that we're talking about where there are two rives. Fine. Gufa. The above mentioned statement is troublesome. Matzah Batinaik, if you find a kid, Mushlach, that is strewn about, so we say, If it's majority Gentile, we assume the kid is a guy. If it's majority Jewish, we assume the kid is a Jew. If it's 50-50, we assume the kid is a Jew. Then Rab said, 
When do we rely on Rav? That's to provide the kid with sustenance. But not to assume that the kid's yichus is good. Shmuel said that we rely on Rav to... Shmuel said rely on Rav to save the kid's life. Meaning if... When do we say that the kid is a Jew regarding saving the, kid, the child's life? If it's Roiv Yisrael, we assume the kid is a, ju- a, a Jew. And if there was a mound on him on Shabbos, we would desecrate Shabbos to save his life. Which implies only if it's Roiv Yisrael would we desecrate the Shabbos to save his life. Not if it's 50-50. says, Did Shmuel say this? Va'amar Rav Yosef, Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Shmuel. But Rav Yosef said, in the name of Rav Yehuda, in the name of Shmuel, Ein holchem epikuach nefesh achar When it comes to saving life, we don't follow a rive. We don't say, meaning any time, there's a suffix, Oivicham Sav Yisrael, even if it's mostly Goyim, we will save someone's life. Even if there's a remote possibility that the person whose life is in danger is a Jew, we will save their life. So how could Shmuel have said um, that we follow the Roiv to save the Jew's life? That implies if it's Roiv Goyim, we won't take the chance. But we know Shmuel said we don't follow a Roiv by Pikuach Nefesh. So rather, when was Shmuel's statement taught? Aresha, what's going on the Reisha? If it's majority Gentile, we deem the kid a, a Gentile. But But to save a life, we don't deem the child a Gentile. Even if it's majority Gentile, we do, we would save the child's life. So now the question is, regarding what do we say that if the city is majority Gentile, the child has the status of a Gentile. Regarding saving a life, we don't say that. If the majority of the city is Gentile, we consider the child a Gentile. Regarding what halacha? says, To feed the child an avela. That even though there is a possibility the child is Jewish, but if it's roiv, we will assume the child is a guy, and you could feed the child... So regarding what Allah do we say? If it's the majority of the city Yisrael, we consider the uh, child of Yisrael. Amar Rav Papa, Rav Papa said, To return an Aveda to the child. You know there's a halacha that we do not return a lost object to a Gentile. It's, it's actually prohibited. Because the Pasuk says, You cannot equate Egypt with a Jew. Oh, you can only return a lost object to your brother. You're not allowed to return an Aveda to Azalais. Furthermore, you know, you want to follow the, let's say it's Roiv Yisrael. So you, so you want to return the Aveda. But, why does Roiv say I have to return the Aveda, but I'm the Muchsak? So the halach is, if it's Roiv Yisrael, you return an Aveda.
But if it's mechsa al mechsa, you do not return an aveda. First of all, you're the muchzak. Ein moitzin, ein moitzin mamon misafek. Furthermore, it might be usher to return it. Only when roiv Yisrael do you return the aveda. So regarding what do we say, mechsa al mechsa Yisrael? Regarding what do we say that if it's fifty fifty, then we assume the person has the status of a Yisrael. Lamai hilchasa. Regarding what halacha? Amar Rishlakish, Rishlakish said, Lenazikin. Regarding Nazikin. For, for damages, so if it's 50 50, if it's 50% Jewish, 50% Gentile, then we treat it like, like a Jew. Regarding damages. What does that mean regarding damages? If 50% of the, of the residents are Jewish, 50% are Gentile, we treat it as a Jew. So you know the halacha regarding damages are that if a Jew's cow gores a Gentile cow, you're pater. You're pater. You're not chayv in damages. The Rambam explains because we just apply to Goyim what their rules are. They don't obligate for torts or damages. So when you damage them, you're not obligated. But when they damage you, we penalize them. And we say even if the shar is a tam, they pay nezek shalem, full damages right away. Normally, a cow that's a tam, the first two times you pay chatzin nezek. No, not by a Gentile. When a Gentile's cow gores, then they pay nezek shalem right away. And when a Jew's cow gores a Jew's cow, so then the first couple times you pay chatzin nezek, like a tam, and then you pay nezek shalem. So in a city... That's 50% Jewish, 50% Gentile. We treat the person like a Jew. So Gemara says, Hey what's the case? If our shar, if the shar of a Jew gored his shar, and basically we say he has the din of a Jew so he could collect, why do I have to pay him? Why can't I say to him, if my... If I'm a definite Jew and he's a Suffolk, because we don't know, he comes from a city, fifty. we don't know his status, but 50% of the people are Jewish and 50 not. Lay say to him, I see Raya de Yisrael at, bring a proof that you're a Jew, Ushkol, and collect. Why do we say that if you gore his animal in a city that's 50-50, why would he have the status of a Jew? Why can't the one who damaged him say, you want to collect, prove to me that you're a Jew? So why in a case of, if it's a suffix, why would he have the status of a Jew? He should have to prove that he's a Jew. Says the Gemara, We're talking about his cow damaged our cow. So he might be a Jew and he's chayiv chatzi nezik. He might be a guy and he's chayiv nezik shalim. So we treat him like this. Paga mishalim, half he pays, because Miman of Shach, even if he's a Jew, he has to pay half. But, if I want to say, pay me the whole thing, maybe you're a guy. He says, no. You want to take away money from me? You prove to me I'm not a Jew. V'idach, the other half, V'idach Palga, the other half, Amar Luhu, he says to them, I see Raya, you bring a proof, to love Yisrael Anna, that I'm not a Jew. And I'll give it to you. So in other words, Mechza Mechza Yisrael is talking about for damages, where his shar gores our shar, 
And basically, because he might be a Jew, he says, prove to me I'm not a Jew, um, but until then, I'm only paying you chatzin nezek. Hadrin alach besula neses. We finish the uh, parakel besula neses. Now we begin the next Mishnah. A woman who became an almana. Or she got divorced. We know a woman who becomes an almana or a grusha is entitled to a ksuba. If she got married as a basula, she's entitled to 200 zos. If she got married as a baula or an almana, she only gets 100 zos. So he oimeras basula nesasani. She says, look, you married me as a basula, I want 200 zos. Vahu oimer, and he says, Loiki, not so, ela almana nesasicha. I married you already almana. So Taisa says, why don't you just look in the Ksuba? It says in the Ksuba how much she's deserving of. So Taisa we're talking about where she's not holding the Ksuba. So he says, I married you as an Almana. Im if we have witnesses that at her wedding Shayatza says Behinuma, that she went out with Hinuma. We'll see that's a sign that she was a basula. Or Veroisha Pro, her head was braided. Um, excuse me, her hair was unbraided. It was, her hair was let down. So that's how a basula would go out. She's entitled to 200. Rabbi Yochem ben Broika, Rabbi Yochem ben Broika says, Even giving out toasted grains, that's a simon that she's a basula. Says the Mishnah, seemingly a random halacha, even though normally Rabbi Yeshua holds that a woman is not believed, Umayda Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua acknowledges that if you say to your friend, let's say I say to your friend, look, I say to my friend, this field belonged to your father, I bought it from him. So I say, you know, the field that's in my possession, yes, your father did own it, but I bought it from him. Shehuneman. That he's believed with such a claim. Because he could have said it was always mine. He, yeah, he's the one, he says he bought it. But he also says, he's the one who said your father had it. By, you're right, he admits that it belonged to your father, but he also says that he bought it. So he's believed because he could have said it was always mine. Naman, he's believed. Shapesha Asar, the mouth that made things Asar for him, namely his mouth that said it belonged to your father, who Apesha Hitter is the same mouth that said he bought it. But but if we have independent evidence that it belonged to your father, and then but then he says, I bought it from him. So he doesn't have a Pesha Asar. Meaning he says, believe me, I bought it. I could have never said. Your father owned it. So if he's the one who gave us the information that, the, that his father owned it, so we believe him that he bought it, because we only know that it used to belong to the other person through him. But if we have independent witnesses that it belonged to the other person, and now he's just saying, I bought it from him, ain't no naman, he's not believed. Okay, Marav Rabbi, so we'll hold it over here. Tomorrow, we'll Bez Hashem do Daft Hazayin Omer Aleph. Thanks everybody for joining. Wish you a Freil Chanukah. Bracha v'atzlacha. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.